Bakartov, we are in Tehillim chapter Nun, the 50th chapter. This Mizmor, according to the Radak, is about the end of days. And it's a very, it's, a, it's an actually a simpler Mizmor in terms of the structure. The Mizmor has an opening where God introduces what he's about to talk about. And it's a very grand opening. It's an opening where he, it's, a, he, it, it's clear from the way the Mizmor opens that God wants to say something very important. And then God speaks to two groups of people. He speaks to the Tzadikim and he gives the Tzadikim some instruction as to how they should act if they want to get salvation. And then he speaks to the Rishayim telling them that with their behavior they will not get salvation. Very simple. Uh, the the beauty is in the instruction that he gives to the tzaddikim, which is again it's 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 a uh, it's a common instruction that we see in Tanakh. So we'll get to it soon. Um, the other beautiful thing about this mizmor is actually if you if you study the Radak on the mizmor, he quotes many 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 different pesukim throughout all of Tanakh. Uh, so if you study the mizmor with the Radak, you end up seeing a nice picture of of the ultimate judgment of the Sadiqim and Rishayim, but you see it from the point of view, not only from armies more, but also from different Sukim throughout Tanakh. Ah, we were just beginning. Oh, sure. So the the oh, yeah, the other side of the world. You're not bad. You're not bad. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We had a good class, Baruch Hashem. I know. I um, went ha- through half of it. Oh, oh. All right. So we're on, again, we're on Mizmor Nun, 50. So we're officially uh, one-third through the book. Uh, we've been saying one-third through the book, but now we're actually officially one-third through the book. Okay. Mizmor le'asaf el, Elohim Adonai, diber va'ikra'aretz, mimizrach shemesh ad mevo'o. Okay, first of all, Mizmor le'asaf. Who was Asaf? Asaf was a Levi. Asaf was a Levi. That's all I really know of Asaf. He was a Levi from the time of David HaMelech. So there are a lot of Mizmor Le'asafs and Tehillim. This was likely Mizmorim that were sung by this group of Levi'im led by Asaf. Okay, so when you see Mizmor Le'asaf, Asaf was a... not the ones on the steps. These were more... more I, I, don't, I don't know where they were. On the steps they used to I say mean, Hallelujah. So, so uh, there were specific Mizmorim which we know were set on the steps. But I, I, don't know, I don't know exactly how this whole thing with the Levi'im worked. But when you see me, it's more last half. It was from the. Practice, yeah, yeah, I know. I need a. That's why we're studying Tehillim. <laughs> trying to learn them by heart. Right? Soon you have to go there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Mizmor Asaf. El Elohim Adonai. So we have three names for God El Elohim and Adonai. Wow. Spoke by Ikra Aretz and he called to the land. Mimizrach Shemesh Ad Mevo'o. From the rising of the sun until its setting. Now, what does this thing mean? First of all, the fact that it has the three names of Hashem, uh, I don't know what it could just be that the Mizmor is, is very significant. Um, Elohim would be judgment, Adonai would be mercy. El, I don't know what exactly it falls under, but El is just another form of Elohim. Okay? But. We have multiple names of Hashem introducing our Mizmor. Maybe indication that the Mizmor is, is about to say very, very important, fundamental things. Okay? He called to the land from the rising of the sun to its setting. What does that expression mean? A very simple expression. We see it throughout Tanakh. He called to the land from one end of the earth to the other. Meaning, 
if the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. So if you're calling to the land from the place that the sun rises until the place that the sun sets, you're calling to the whole world. Okay, so that's the the be my, be that my, uh, See what I'm about to listen to what I'm about to say, and he's speaking to the entire world, which could, by the way, be indication. And this is an, another one of those mismorim, like which chapter was maybe forty-eight or forty-seven, that he was speaking to the entire universe. Remember, we said there was a mismorim. He's speaking to the entire universe. So again, this seems to be another one of those universalist mismorim. Where the content is not only for David Amelech, it's not only for Am Israel, it's for everyone. Mitzion Michlaliofi Elohimofia. God appears from Tzion that includes all beauty. That's the description of Yerushalayim. It's true. Okay? Even today it's the same. Yeah, so, so, so first of all, Mitzion Michlaliofi is definitely an apropos description of Yerushalayim because. The city is, uh, is, is beautiful. It's almost, I think back to my time there. Whenever, every time I go, and, now, and then I think back to what it felt like to be there, it almost has like a mystical, nostalgic feeling in my mind. I don't know if any, anybody else experiences sure. it, but mm. walking the streets of Yerushalayim in the day and at night, it's like when I think back of the sceneries and the experiences that I was having. You go back in history. You are in when I, when I, yeah, when I go back in my head, it's like, it's like wow. It's, that, that whole... That experience has like a mystical quality. I don't think the same thing about Great Neck when I'm there. You know, oh, I remember walking no the streets com- of Great Neck. No it's comparison. not like a, it doesn't here, have no a mystical. So, Mitzion, the, the beauty, Mitzion that includes all beauty, God appears and he speaks from there. Now, what's the significant, what's the idea here? The point is that when Boreolam wants to convey a message to the world, it starts from Yerushalayim. Because in understanding, in the philosophy of Tanakh, all Torah needs to come from Yerushalayim. This is from Yeshaya. Okay? So in the Tanakhic ideology, God's word springs forth from Yerushalayim in order to go to the entire world. Okay? Interesting, the word Nisara means storm. And we just heard a thunder. <laughs> you just okay. said it. And it As I was saying it, and the thunder came. Okay. <laughs> so, Yavo Eloheinu ve'al yehirash, esh lefanav tochel. Honestly, I'm curious as to how to translate these first four words. Uh, uh, it says, our, our, our God comes and does not keep silence. Oh, well, he does not keep silence. Yes. Okay, fine. So, God comes and he does not keep silence. He, he says his message. Yes. But as he's saying his message, there is a fire that burns before him. him? Yes. And around him, there is a, a, a storm, a very, very intense storm, which means that as God speaks, everything is, everything is moving. It's, intense. it's kind of like reminds us of Maman Ar-Sinai. And he calls to the heavens from on top and to the land to when he is judging his people. Now, why is he calling to the heavens and to the land when he wants to judge because his people? They have to be the ones who see. Because they are the edim, they are the witnesses. This is a classic. Again, this is one of those classic things we see in Tanakh. 
We've seen it in the beginning of Ishaya. We've seen it in the end of the Sefer Devarim and Shirat Azinu. Hazinu Ashmain Ba'adabera Vedishmaha Aret Simrafi. Or you see it in Ishaya. What's the word? Um, I don't know. I can't quote Ishaya by heart. I wish I could. Okay. But you see this very commonly in Tanakh. Like the, the witnesses of God's word are the heavens and the earth because, because they are there. They are there. They are there. They are the best witnesses because they're always there. Okay. Pasuk Hey. Pasuk 5. Isfuli Hasidai Korete Veriti Alezabach. Gather for me my righteous people, the ones who made a covenant with me by bringing a korban. When did Am Yisrael bring a korban and establishing a covenant? At Har Sinai, when it says that they, uh, I, I wish I had the pasuk at the top of my head right now, but I don't, um, I'm so foggy. But, yeah, and, but, uh, but when Am Yisrael was at Har Sinai, it says that they brought a korban and that was part of the process of making a berit with Bore Olam. So to my tzaddikim who follow the Torah, he wants to say the following. This is an introduction to what he's going to say to the tzaddikim. And when you call my people to me, the, the heavens will speak of God's justice because God is the judge forever. He is the judge himself forever. And now, he's going to speak to the chassidim that he called, to the good people that he called. Pasuk Zayn. Shima'ami ba'adabera Yisrael ve'aidabach. Come to me, listen to me, listen to me, my people, and I will speak. Yisrael, and I will testify to you. Elohim Elohecha anochi. I am your God. I, okay, Pasuk Chet. Lo al-zibachecha ochichecha ve'olotecha l'negdi tamid. He... It is not for the lack of korbanot that I am going to rebuke you. <laughs> Your korbanot are before me always. Yes. Meaning, we've seen this already in Tanakh also in multiple places, like in the book of Micha, in the book of Yeshaya. It is, and we, act, we see it, yeah, we said at least in Yeshaya and Micha. Okay? It is not for the lack of korbanot that I have any issues. It's not Borei Olam's problem. The Hasidim, the Tzadikim that are following God's way, I want you to know that those korbanot that you give me, that's not the most important thing to me. Okay? Pasuk Tet. Lo ekach mi betecha far mi michleotecha atudim. I do not need to take from your house a cow and from your, uh, from your pen to take your, your uh, uh, goats, I think. Male goats. Male goats. Pasuk Yud. Kili chol haito ya'ar behemot beharre alef. Because to me already belongs Ooh. all of the animals of the field, <laughs> all of the domesticated animals that are in the thousands of mountains out there. So this is a very interesting thing. He is, he is speaking to Am Yisrael and he's saying to the righteous people of Am Yisrael that know that the korbanot that you bring me, I don't need them. Now what we've seen before, in, let's say in, in Sefer Yeshaya, which is another place in which God rebukes Am Yisrael for their, for their korbanot. korbanot. Yes. Now this is a little bit different. Yes. Because in Ishaya, why is he rebuking Am Yisrael? Because they were not, doing, they were not taking care of the poor. And because the they're not taking care of the poor and the widows and they have blood-stained hands, yet they're bringing korbanot. Yes. So in what world do you think that you could bring a korban when your hands are blood-stained yes. and think it's going to be a korban if for you? are corrupted, why do you want to... Uh, this? But this mizmor is different. Because this means more, he's already talking to Hasidim. He's talking to the good people. And he's reminding them so, that everything so is So these is people, mine. Is mine. in this means more, these people aren't sinning 
on the side. These people are good on the side. What all God is pointing out in this Mismur is that don't misunderstand philosophically what is the essential service. If you think that you're being a tzaddik by bringing me a korban and by doing all these good things, don't think that I'm, I actually need to eat your korban. I'm appeased by this. Meaning, meaning what God is saying in, in Sefer Ishaya is that don't bring a korban and be a rasha at the same time. In this Mizmor, it seems like what God is saying to the tzaddikim is don't think like the pagans do that I need korbanot at all. Meaning you should bring the korbanot and your tzaddikim for bringing korbanot. But don't misunderstand the korban and think that it's like my meal. Because I already own all the animals. Everything is mine. If I wanted to, I wouldn't have to take your cow Actually, from it's your... Their meal. The meal of the ones yeah, it's like, Oh, so now he says, we'll see. Now, I know all the birds in the, the mountains and all of the disease. I don't know what the disease is. Wild uh, beasts. The wild beasts of the field belong to me. There's no, I won't get hungry to tell you that I'm hungry. Because the land and everything that's in the land belongs to me. What, you think I'm going to eat the flesh of these strong beasts? You think I'm going to drink the blood wow. of these goats? You think that's what I do with it? See, it's correcting that's, that's a pagan... It's a pagan, it's a pagan, it's a pagan mentality. Okay? But it's interesting to see the nuance and the difference between the railing against Korbanot and this means more against the railing we've seen before. Yes, when he complains totally, about it, totally it's very different. different. Yeah. Totally. All you should do is bring your korban to God as a korban toda and pay whatever vow you make. Meaning, don't not bring the korban. Because you, you said you have, to, you have to bring it. Because you said you have to bring it. It's almost as if he's saying, like, the reason you should bring it is more because you made the nidr than the fact that I need the korban. Because it's more important that you keep the, your word than that you feed me, because I'm not eating this anyways. And also, he says, bring to Elohim toda. Now, korban toda is a type of shilamim korban, in which the, the, bring, the person who brings the korban is partaking in it. So, perhaps he's saying, like, when you bring a korban, you could bring it as a korban toda, so that, so that you partake in it, because I'm not eating all of this. And you have to partake with them. Poor, the widow, yeah, of course. The and you have to split it with the poor and the widow. The korban gets eaten, right? The yes. korban. The korban yeah. toda yeah. gets eaten, yeah. And if you call me on the day of, of the distress, I will remove you from your distress, I will save you, and you shall honor me. Okay? Now, we're going to pause there because tomorrow is the second half of the Mizmor. And in this half of the Mizmor, he speaks to the Rishayim. Oh, okay, so the first the half of the Mizmor, the he speaks to the Tzadikim and he tells them what's, uh, what, uh, what they should do and how they should behave. And yeah. tomorrow he speaks yeah. to the Rishayim. So we'll see that. Baruch Amen. 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 Amen.